Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Anything More Anything Goes. My name is Miguel, and today I'm joined by everyone's favorite guy with the beard. That's what he's known for on the podcast. I told him I'm going to hold on to that one. What is your name, man with the beard and a beady in fucking Florida? Hey, man, we we holding on to that. I've been telling this man. My name is um, Jason Mimosa. Yeah, I think I'll go with that one today, yeah. Well, I never had a mimosa. You never had a mimosa? Isn't that shit just orange juice and champagne? I mean, and some people put some vodka spritz in there too. But um, that yeah, like me, I'm gonna see my brother in, in the film on Friday, so it should be pretty fun. Jason uh, Momoa. So, <laughs> so does that mean to be brothers? You have to have the it, from where you're from. You have to have the same name but a different last name instead. Yeah, pretty much. Everything's and he's he's, a, uh, he's okay. the more successful one than me. That's the big thing you got to remember. Uh, that's so. the problem. Okay, okay. So yeah, you that, invented the mimosa, and he's Jason Momoa. I had to come up with my own brand. You know, it's like Virgil Abloh said, 3% rule. Just take someone else's idea, 3% change. There you go. Now you're original. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm okay. I'm tired. It's a lot of rushing around these last couple days because we're flying out to go see Tim Marie's family and DC Matt on uh, tomorrow. <clears throat> tomorrow and the weekend. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. It's just going to be all over the place. you fucking wild. We're going to get fucking lit in Epcot. It's going to be a good time. Um, I think we're going to stick to the rule though, because so the thing is, I was talking to a buddy at work about this and he said that for the around the world challenge, there's two ways you could do it. Okay. If you want to be a manlet and say that you did multiple times, the only thing that makes sense to do is beers, but we're not. Uh. pussies. So we, <laughs> that would make me feel like shit. I would much rather do the, well, the mixed alcohol would do a much different effect, obviously, but at least it'd be. Well, a we could do a mix, but then you have to. We have to share drinks. That that. Oh, hundred percent. Nah, yeah, we. But can't. I'm also like totally fine with doing what we did the last time, where we just like, if it's a beer, we all have our own, and if it's a mix, we share. Yeah, well, because well, some of those beers are really like I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna skip out on having a molson, dude. But it also depends on the drink that you're getting, right? So, like, say if we exactly. get if we go to Italy, then like at that point, we're gonna have to do like. Um, because what do they have? They have they have champagne there. I'm pretty sure. So I think we will yeah. get our own champagne. What 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 would that? Well, we did that little wine place, thing you know? the last time, right? We had the one that was like this big, and we somehow we 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 were like, you take a sip, you we take took, a like, sip. One sip, Finish it was almost it. fucking gone. Uh, that bitch was like what, like eighteen? But that's fine because we were cheating. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but still. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, it's fucking nuts, dude. The the point though is for us to go see Timmy's family. So yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure you're gonna get that in what like. Sunday, I think you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that'd be fun. All in all, Florida, good. Oh Jesus! Keep it on the same topic. <laughs> Slow news week, as you can see. A uh, Florida man appears to feed alligator for a sandwich in a viral video. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know I'm d- what? I'm not gonna talk about it in too much in detail, but let's just say we had some personal shit when it came to a Florida man <laughs> story. So we're gonna tone it down a little bit. Do a little something positive. Um. I'm not sure where this was, though. I'll be honest with you. I just found it like 10 minutes ago. But essentially, where does it say? I want to find out. Bro, they're just cuddling what? in the water with this alligator. And they're like, hey, you want to f- you want to eat this? And he's like, uh, no, no, leave me alone. <laughs> Dude, it, the thing is, it's like, I'm going to tell you something. Intri- I don't know if you want to play the video. Um, I'm watching. Yeah, the video is watching right now. <laughs> so <laughs> there's an interesting concept about people in Florida. And it's that like. You go to, like, South Florida, that's, like, New York, you know? Like, they don't fuck with nature and shit. Where I'm at, it's kind of a good mixture. Like, we're kind of, like, for reference, like, Miguel, where you're you're at, it's basically, like, the depths of Sussex County, but close uh, okay. enough to, like, say, Rockway, which is, like, I have my version of that here. 
Um, but then you get to like northern Florida. Then you get to like Jacksonville and Tallahassee. Man, that shit's like fucking. That shit's like the Wild West. Like that's the type of place you see where they smack alligators with fucking frying pans and shit. And um, <laughs> get and up my little buck. Well, not only that, they actually, what you're seeing here is not uncommon because a lot of times too, you see fishermen do the same thing. They'll either go like, like hand grabbing fish and shit or like wrestling alligators and shit to get into a, like a problem. And it's just funny to see homie just chilling. Some alligators just chilling, you know, this is maybe great. that he's, alligator he's had like, the Zaza. Who knows? <clears throat> What's funny too is it's, it's not like it's, you know, if you're going to feed an alligator, you're like, oh man, they like meat, whatever it is. Here you go. This guy's like. Honey, can I have a piece of our random sandwich that we have with us while we're sitting in the water? Oh, yes, very, the grilled cheese? Sure. Let me give this to the alligator. Yeah, it's like very... <laughs> like, bro, they're really having a snack. That's probably why homie came over in the first place. Exactly. So he was like, I'm going to eat gotta, one of you. They got to be plastered, though. Let's be honest, man. That's, that's some type of shit that you and me would do, honestly. <clears throat> well, it also hey. seemed like the guy knew what he was doing because he's like, he's not just yeah. like smacking the alligator away. He's like touching his nose to get him to open his mouth and he's pushing him away. He's like, I think, nah, I got you. I talked about a coworker with that, and they were saying the same thing. Like, some people are just like naturally inclined with like swamp. <laughs> and it goes to show here, especially <laughs> the closest relative that we have to people doing that around here is called Wakiva Springs. Wakiva Springs is like a big, like, touristy thing in my er- area where it's like, because when we're in like Seminole County, so Seminole County is kind of like, uh, kind of like, um, what do you call? Again, like a Sussex County in a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. So, like fake Southern. So, people would, yeah, essentially, right? <clears throat> so, well, because mo- actually, most of us move from New York, but so a lot of us will just go to the river and then, like, there's alligators and just chilling. You know, it's like, it's like if you're walking in the woods and you see a bear or some shit, you'd be scared, what? but you'd be like, well, that's just part of the area, you know? Yeah, that's just part of it. So long as I don't fuck with him, he's going to leave me alone. Exactly. Hopefully. So, that's, uh, that's that's some positivity that's, uh, for the week, you know. I like that. Positive. That's a nice foot to to start on. Let's yeah, uh, yeah. what's story number two here? We got. Why are we fucking up now? <laughs> Guardians three. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> I gotta fire. say, dude, this to me is pros and cons. You know, pros. I love the fact that right now there's so much positivity in the MCU fan base. Everyone's like, James knocked it out the park. They love it. We love him. He did perfectly. But then there's the other side, <clears throat> or like the extremist side, where they're like. Let me explain to you why Guardians 3 is the best MCU movie to date. First of all, you're wrong. Okay? Mm -hmm. We'll we'll start that right off the bat. Guardians 3 belongs in the top 10 at this point right now, I'll say. And after our rewatches, I will... From my personal opinion, I'll be able to place it better. Yeah. But... But I... I I think it's one of the... I think it's one of the best from the newer phase. Oh, no. I'm not talking newer phase. We're talking in general. Oh, in general... Yeah, no, not the entire <clears throat> thing. I wouldn't argue no, that no, much. No, 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 no. People, because people, they're just so used to, like, the, the shit that's been coming out. You know, some of it's garbage, some of it's pretty good. I heard but a hot take yesterday, Can you really blame too. them, though? I mean, like... With no, no, the- I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. You know, <laughs> yeah, parts yeah. of Phase 4 and 5 have been utter dog shit. Like... Yeah. Even though She-Hulk really wasn't that bad, but that's not even there. MCU fans. Man, I was thinking about this today. I really think we need to do a, a snack time coming up of reading angry comments. Because you'd be surprised, even with it. the only like 130 followers or subs that we have right now, there's still so many angry people I so often. Wild, man. But you know what? It's funny. I think it'd be a good time. I think it'd be a good time. I but think it'd be um, hilarious. I'd find that MCU comment. I'd go dig it. I don't give a shit. But I'll tell you one thing, though. I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, you know, for what it is, 
I get a little nervous because, you know, at the end, and if you haven't seen the movie yet, spoiler alert, but the, the one of the end credit scenes was that Star-Lord will return. Yeah. And then you hear an interview with Chris Pratt saying that he's not too sure if he'd want to keep going with the character, so then it just kind of makes you question. And the reason he doesn't want to keep going is because... It's because he, James. Because of James, and he doesn't feel like over, like overdoing it at this point, because it's kind of true. Like... The Gar- I feel like the Guardians have definitely had their runtime within the MCU. Yeah. And I think it's fine to put it to rest. And I think, but the problem is, is that corporate Disney doesn't want to let that shit happen. No, so no, what's no, going to no. happen is, <clears throat> I'm They'll show up in the next Avengers movie. But as I'm saying, I'm worried that they're going to like shit on it or something. Well, maybe he was referencing that maybe not another Guardians movie. But I would uh, imagine exactly. maybe the MCU. So, I, you know, I could keep I it assume. My assumption is that Star-Lord's going to come back in the next Avengers movie for some reason and probably in, uh, what is it, in Secret Wars or or whatever the next Avengers movie is, he's going to be like in trouble and then Rocket's going to show up and, and his new team and you're going to be like, oh shit, look, look what's going on. It's the Guardians again. Hoop-dee-doop-dee-doo. <clears throat> so- I'm, I'm happy that it's doing good. I'm happy that people like it. It's nice to see the positivity instead of everybody just talking about how the MCU is dead. But... I mean, it's just that there's things that work and there's things that don't. And clearly, yeah. as maybe we'll get into it more when we have our full list come about, but it's just that we already know the problem. I don't think it's entirely just the movies. It's just really the content yeah. in general. Exactly. The oversaturation. So, yeah. But we've been, we've been harping on that for <clears throat> months now. Oh, I think every, every channel and their mother has. So, you know okay things will get better like any franchise especially yeah. running this long you have its highs and its lows i mean think exactly. about batman think about batman for instance right yeah michael uh. keen and then you had george clooney <laughs> and then you had christian bale <laughs> oh my god and of course don't talk you shit know, about ben affleck don't nah, don't do it no nah, ba- nah, in retrospect batfleck's pretty pretty good i like do we have a whole like snack time trilogy talking about batman i think yeah we had a whole ranking of that dude man we ranked like the bat suits we ranked the batman and we ranked the jokers and oh yeah that was fun bad fleck i i stand I'd, by that opinion right now because we just I'd started wanna, uh batman versus superman i'd want to redo it though because now we got robert pattinson but anyway uh, agreed um, we could definitely do that <clears throat> but onward onward so this whole writer strikes kind of getting to be a fucking mess at this point so. yeah but it's it's an understandable mess like mm-hmm. We're we're not even part of that industry whatsoever, and I'd still be like, nah, that's fine, man. I'd walk out too. It should uh, make yeah. sense. It's not like they're unreasonable requests. So Daredevil, Born Again, suspends production as workers join writer's strike. Yeah, I'm not surprised because actually I'm, I'm pretty sure <clears throat> excuse me, I'm pretty sure a majority of Netflix's shows at this point have um, most of the writers on strike, so Yeah. Um it's a shame, honestly, and I hope writers guild and <laughs> major streamers are able to figure this out, but it's going to show that the pressure's really putting on now because these are some top IPs that are fucking getting shut yep. down. And not even to mention now that the networks are going to really pressure for shit to change too, because it's not only Daredevil and like major Netflix shows. It's um, <coughs> no Daredevil day, was just a story I found to focus oh. on it. Oh yeah, well, which is like the example, which still sucks because I mean I think we've known that. Writers in this industry get fucking used and abused. Oh, and ideas dude, get since, taken away. since streaming and has taken off like this, it's gotten so much worse for them. It's it seems just, like it's, it's just, a whole fucked up thing. But honestly, you could compare yeah. it the same way to, uh, to just like the basic inflation that's going on right now, right? It's these companies, they're making more money. They don't want to give the money and let it trickle down to the people that are making them the money. They just want to be like, no, I'm going to take this 
and this makes sense and i'm gonna tell you i want more because we want to see things grow but you're not going to get any of it so there's there's your inspiration to keep working you're not gonna, <laughs> there you go you, you well, don't get the good parts i do well I, you know what it is and i think that <clears throat> um I, I watched a couple youtube video essays about how youtube might overtake netflix at a certain point in terms of just completely demolishing them yeah because even as a creator like look at us you know we're not making any money yet but guess what i mean a majority of all of this we say is ours you know so we yeah. don't have to think about i mean of course like if we ever get to a point where we have to have our own office and payroll and all that sort of stuff LLCs that's a and shit yeah i mean that's a different story i mean that's, but it's our own business you know we're not yeah. conglomerate so no. i mean yeah you could argue YouTube that we're part of the youtube yeah and i mean that's the thing you could argue youtube's the bigger conglomerate but you know with these netflix shows um they'll take the idea and then they'll run it because then they know that their name of the game is running so much content that maybe as a compound that most of the money that being made amongst the multiple shows they're producing goes to them but then probably for each individual show the cuts are so low because of the amount of money yeah. each individual show brings in so i don't really yeah, know residuals the, and shit exactly so i don't know the whole logistics i'd have to read up more about what it is but it is sucking that your favorite show is out the bonkers and not i hope all the people get the monies that they deserve which is just a reasonable living wage which for some reason in 2023 is a big ask apparently because even fucking i'm not gonna get into politics but even the, the states can't figure that shit out. oh no no every, everything is fucked as i've said <laughs> multiple times before to you guys and i think i've said on the podcast once or twice i'm really tired of living through historical events every day <laughs> Quarter life crisis, baby. Well, you're almost Hooray! in quarter life crisis, but still. Well, official. You're in the ballpark, but still. Oh, yeah. I got one more year. Next. But next. Dude, this, this blows my mind. Yeah. Fast X was supposed to be the finale, right? Right. When they announced the, the dates like four years ago, they were like Fast 8, 9, and 10. The end of the road begins. And then Fast 8 came out, and, and Vin Diesel's like, actually... There's still three more. We're going to cut the finale in two. Two parts. Part one, part two. Whoop-de-fucking-do. And now you have Fast Heads actually coming out. <clears throat> and he's in interviews being like, hey, so this might be a trilogy, actually. This might. I'm pretty sure it's a fucking trilogy. <laughs> I think, to be honest uh, with you, what? I think because of the law of diminishing returns, I think after nine and the reviews coming out right now about ten, if they make a trilogy to have this be the finale, they will not get there. I think so, too. I think if this one underperforms and the next one winds up underperforming, they will not get that last movie. Probably not. In which, <clears throat> again, like I understand, but it's like... It's I think so I read, I read I read one of these reviews saying that it just lacks a self-awareness of where the yeah. series is. And, you know, even... I haven't really talked about the movies much just because... I wanted to save my opinions for the full episode that we're doing on it next week, but tier list Wednesday. Yes. But you know, it's like, I don't, I just think as the movies progressed, I don't think that there was like a, uh, cause I mean, a lot of people harp on the fact that, Oh, it's not really set that much in reality anymore. It just turned into like a spy yeah. film essentially. But and I'm like, that You're doesn't right. happen until like eight. Exactly. So and since that, eight, it's been this gradual decline. So it begs the question, like what are people truly angry about? And I think, what I've summarized to, and I'll elaborate on it more next week, is the fact that it possibly is just due to a lack of substance. But then you also have to look at these movies in the same way where it's like, okay, 
take a Transformers movie. Sorry to put it on hey, blast. Hey, but hey. <laughs> hold on a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute because it's going to come up. to some good. All right. It's like it starts with a great concept and a good story and great characters. And then it just. And then eventually, because of corporate conglomerization, it just eventually ends up into a dead carcass. So. <laughs> so I, I, again I just, for, tra- for transformers like i obviously like we were talking about with other stuff that's i don't think that's going to happen for other i don't think it's going to happen for other reasons but for fast yeah it's kind of hard to ignore that especially once you like you said i i think even especially once they got to hobbs and shaw i'm like, like uh, dude buddy. uh well, we'll talk about this with the tier list i love hobbs and shaw i thought that was great it's nifty. Uh, it's nifty. It's nifty. It's nifty. I think nifty. the problem here is right because I agree with you. It feels like there's no substance. There's there is so much heart and substance in these movies up until eight, and eight is where I feel like it just goes balls to the wall in the wrong way. And I think the problem now is that they have their formula and they want to keep doing it, thinking it'll work, and they just want to get to the point where they're like, oh yeah, you know, we did it. We did the finale. It's because of you, the fans. Blah 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 blah. For Paul Walker, whatever fucking Vin Diesel is gonna fucking don't, say. Don't 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 do that. That's no. I'm you, not. I'm not. No no. I'm not, I'm not dishing on Paul Walker. That's not what I'm saying. I'm no, saying no, Vin no. Diesel using. Yeah, I was. I was Paul as a reason to go <laughs> and make continue to make these movies and make them more ridiculous. That is not. Stop it. Yeah no. Because right no, now was, this just feels like, at least right we haven't seen ten yet. This is what it feels like from the outside perspective. It feels like. This is Vin Diesel being like, I'm the face of this franchise. Everybody's around me. This is about family. We're going to do what I say we're going to do. The family's going to keep getting bigger. Put my big, bald fucking head in the middle of the poster (laughs) and just keep on going. And you know what? At the end of the movie, Jason Momoa and his brother, Jason Mimosa, are going to join the Fast family. Yeah, baby. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't, I wanted to kind of keep that off the podcast, but... uh. (laughs) Keep what? I'm 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 joining the. Fast I thought you were joining the family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. That's that's the point I was agreeing with you as well. It's like, yeah, no, I don't. I think Vince just kind of going around with this shit and just, you know, for what it is. I mean, if it's making money, good man, because I think yeah. it still has a loyal fan base to it as a loyal family. You know. Yeah. So, Dude, my dad loves these movies. I mean, listen, man. I it goes back to the thing where it's like, okay, like if you enjoy them, that's fine, but don't get yeah. mad when people <clears throat> say that, you know, it doesn't have enough of what it could be. Cause again, even if you look at the earlier movies, especially the peak for me personally in these movies, is like four, four through six or so. Um, and then from there, it's just kind of like a downward spiral, but yeah. I will say, you know, when, when it does work, it does work. You get that emotional attached to it. And yeah. I can't, I think you can't deny it to listen. End of the day, <clears throat> Whatever that happens in this movie, they're family. It's about family. <laughs> Onward. <laughs> Onward. Next. Uh, John Wick 5. John Wick 5. This, I, I don't know. Basically, the director's like, hey, Keanu and I are going to Japan. <laughs> we're going to have a bottle of whiskey. Love it. When we come back, it, it, this experience will decide if we're going to make another John Wick movie or not. Honestly, right? I got the two sides of the coin with me right now. John Wick 4 is like almost a perfect movie. And it is a perfect send-off for the character. But more John Wick sounds pretty good. See, but with this, (laughs) wouldn't it mean that they have to go backwards at this point? I, yeah. I would figure, right? Either that or you find a, a reason for him to be alive. Which would be the wrong way to do it. I think that would, I mean, at least for me, that would annoy the shit out of me. Because, like, I get it. Like, it's John fucking Wick, dude. But come on. You 
You literally had the send off. He was buried with his wife, and that's all there needs oh. to be done with it. You know, so it's like you go supernatural, send someone down to hell to bring him back. Yo, imagine John Wick fights in hell. <laughs> oh my god! And it's just it's just Saints Row. I think if I had to make a prediction, um, the fucking oh my god, what's the name of the show? Why am I fucking? Oh, the Continental. The continent. Why? Why the fuck am I brain farting? Yes, <laughs> I feel like they're gonna tie the Continental into to JW five if that were to happen. So JW five. JW five. So I don't know. I, it, that's the only realistic way that I see it going down. Because again, I agree with you. I think it was a great send off to the character, but I'm worried that it gets overdone. But if they're able yeah. to dance with it and make it work and do what we talked about in that episode and just build the world out, I think that's great. And I'd be down to see another John Wick. I'd be down for it. <coughs> I got so much phlegm. I'm sorry. I got so phlegm. Many, somebody, somebody throw clearance. Uh, Yo. Onward. Onward? Okay. Onward. Five Nights at Freddy's trailer teases killer animatronics as horror video game comes to life. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I don't have this link. Where is it? It's in the notes. <laughs> Scott Cawthon. A fucking mesmerizing creator um, who has essentially garnered so uh, much fucking money off this franchise since Markiplier played I love it back this. in like 2014, right? I think it was first. Yeah, 2014, yes, 2013. Yes, yes. He's the one that helped it out. Dude, like, it's crazy to see where it's been. And I just think it's funny how it's it's just gone from game to meme to just, hey, let's Let's have, let's have Universal buy it and make it into a film. So, Dude, you know what's fucking crazier? <laughs> what? You know who the purple guy is, right? Purple guy's like one of the main villains. Yeah. Do you know who's fucking playing purple guy? Who is playing purple fucking guy? Fucking Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, my fucking... <laughs> Dude, if this is like the, the Scooby-Doo movie from earlier on, like from like 2004... No, 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 no. No, no. no I, would, I would love it because it'd be like the perfect bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome but ooh, okay blumhouse is behind it actually so i think they i've are. seen a couple movies from them so should be a good time um What's release date i'm curious matthew lillard matthew lillard who's matthew lillard playing oh it's just um, a starring role oh, per- oh okay oh that's his name all right the shaggy he just uses like 10 percent of his power at the end to kill all the animatronics so fucking hyped <laughs> i knew that i knew that shit was coming <laughs> i think right yeah I, I have to i have to tell you man yeah i i've never played five nights at freddy's never or, that's a lot i've played a little bit i'm just really bad at the games uh, i well, have this soft yeah. spot not mm. for watching people play it not for playing them myself and beating them but for the lore because it reminds me so much of zombies where it's like convoluted and fucking ridiculous oh, yeah, and here's the thing right like <laughs> see you would really like you got to watch the Game Theory series, the whole fucking That's thing. exactly what I'm talking about. I, oh I've God. been watching his shit. And mind you, like, I don't keep up with it. So when he's like, now that this new th- three books is out and these two new games, I'm like, oh, dude, that's crazy. Tell me yeah. more. I'm exactly. not going to play him. <laughs> <laughs> I played, um, I've tried all of them out. I've only finished the first one, though, admittedly. Um, that wasn't good enough to get past night three. I was going to say, yeah, me too. Like, those games are pretty difficult. Like, you got to really be into it. And it doesn't yeah. help that sometimes it's legitimately scary. <laughs> so, that's kind of <laughs> annoying. But, you know. But good for Scott, man. I'm glad he was able to get this off the ground. Because I think, well, and I kind of trust Universal with it too. Because, I mean, I have anybody, like, Universal is like a horror movie classic studio. So, obviously, I'm hoping for good things. But that being said, my expectations are kind of in the middle. And I keep them low because I don't 
I mean, we've been like what this year? Let me see. We had The Last of Us. Okay, so like we're oh, like video game for, adaptations. We're only really one for one on a video game adaptation right now. Uh, so no, didn't uh, Mario just came out? And that was people like that a lot. See, I, I knew there was a two. I kind of forgot, <laughs> but we didn't see it. I only know peaches, peaches. But hey, man, if this is three for three, I'm fucking here for it, dude. I'm here for it, dude. I, I, you They're know finally there. fixing that shit, man. You know where it's like, let's not make it like the game. Let's uh, just take dude, the story. You know how dangerous it's going to be, though, to walk what? in there. It's going to be like bunch of little fucking screaming kids and shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. it's gonna I be would like. Not go, I'm not going open a weekend. Fuck that shit. Oh no, I'm definitely going <laughs> open a weekend. Do that a couple days before Halloween. What else am I gonna see? There's no more Halloween movies. They'll that's probably true. be like Saw 25 or Saw Scream 25. 84, dude. Like that's. But ah, uh, dude, we gotta do. We gotta do so many tier lists that I'm forgetting. Matt, we gotta do Matt, horror movie tier lists. I put it in the doc, bro. We got a Halloween tier list. That could be a hey, lot of fun. Let's go. Scream. I've never seen any of them. Saw. Got- apparently, there are ten of these movies. Dude, our minds are going everywhere with these fucking Friday the thirteenth. Oh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's just there's a lot. There's so much to do. Like they say in the old times, it's gonna be a fun year, motherfucker. Um we're <laughs> <laughs> Legend, Legend of Zelda. Of Zelda, Tears <clears throat> of the Kingdom Review. So, unfortunately, I couldn't get my hands on this game. Why? Because my switch broke and the battery died. So Yay! But on the flip side and I'm happy to see that everyone's having fun with the game. And yeah. the funniest thing to me that I've seen is that there's people that have logged almost 120 hours, but the game story crazy. is only 48. And all they've been doing is building shit and fucking with people. I know. <laughs> and that's, it's just nice to see, like, it's nice to see gaming come together for once. And they're like, man, look, Breath of the Wild is a 10. And across the board, everyone's like, yeah, 100%. 100 that's, that's right. I agree with you. I mean, it's just crazy because it's like, this is why I get so mad because I know Nintendo gets their credit, but they really don't yeah. get their fucking flowers these days, man. Well, I mean, because they keep putting out Pokemon games and it's a 50-50 shot if it's good or if it's ass. Yeah, let's not talk about Arceus. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know some people would love that game, um, but that was a whole different story. See, like yeah. open world works for Zelda, does not work for Pokemon not a fucking shocker no so you know but anyway yeah so i see a lot of the gameplay recently it looks fantastic i love the building aspects that you could do with it and it just it took that idea that you could literally finish the game however you want and took it to like from a 10 to a 20 on the dial it's so fucking cool and my favorite thing especially with these is that there's like so many different playthroughs. Like there's like maxed out playthroughs. There's like minimalist playthroughs. So literally like no upgrades at all. Like there's just so many like ways that people play. And I think yeah. that's something that I've been kind of missing from gaming because as you and I both know, there's a lot of games out there that are a bit too uh, conglomerized and too much fucking money. And Activision told me. Are to you talking about off. Call of Duty? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind. Of, it'd be kind of nice to play a game that I can actually own and play. You know, which hopefully. If I can get my Switch fixed and or I just get a new one at this point. So this but, Switch Lite, bro. I've been thinking about exactly, getting a Switch exactly. just to play like Pokemon You're or something. You're thinking the same thing as me. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But like I, <clears throat> to be honest, yeah. if I have free time, I'm not playing this. If I got free time right now, I want to play Jedi Survivor or I'll go back to Zombies or whatever. So That's fair. I mean, it's think awesome. about it, if it's a, But if it's a Switch, though, you could play it at work. I've seen some people play it in a break room. It's so fucking fun. Yeah, but that's a that's a lot. Am I really going to want to dedicate my half hour to just like sitting and playing? Because then my problem, at least for me, right? If I'm playing a game, I get in the zone. And then if I have to break getting out of the zone, it, it's like, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, it kind of depends on what game you're playing. Like, with this yeah. one, I feel like you could just kind of put it on pause and put it in your bag or something. Versus, like, pocket. yeah, other games. Yeah, so, I don't know. But, again, it's cool. I, agree with, I agree with the sentiment you said. I'm glad to see that the gaming world has <laughs> come on consensus for yet another game. So, onward. Oh, oh my God. Is this my story? <laughs> Matt. 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 I did. Matt. So, I want to just say something to the pod before we get going with this. It was funny because I was uh, talking about this with my friend Joe. Joe listens to the podcast. Shout out, Joe. What's up, Joe? What's up, Joe? We were. Li- he was literally asking, I fucking need a Google Pixel that folds. Ten minutes later, Google just announced the folding. Matt, Matt, Matt. Oh, my God. I don't know if it's on there, right? I'm pretty positive. <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe it's like in tech theory, right? Yeah, I'm pretty positive that at some point I was like, "Oh man, the Pixel Four sucks" because that's the one I had. Yeah. And I switched back to the 12, and I was like, "You know what? I'm I'm never going to switch back to Android unless they make a folding Pixel." And look what fucking happened. And are I, we, going, I really are we going, going green bubble for, for a year again? I'm so sorry. I I'm so sorry to do this to you. <laughs> I because I'm throwing around ideas in my head right now. Right? I think yeah. I'm going to trade in my 13 Pro for a Pixel Fold in December, and Ooh. then buy an se for like 150 bucks used just to have both mm. that way i could wow. be blue bubble with the people that are important but they just like have this do you or just do you like fi- do you finance or you lease <clears throat> is that not the same shit no because like leasing means like you have to give it back financing means like that's what the iphone for a year program it's gotta is. be financing yeah i mean if you're paying to own it then yeah that's financing well okay, i just no, think I, I my only problem mean, is the fucking pricing right yeah. I I think first of all, if we talk just overall aesthetics. Ooh. What does this big, remind that, you of? That's a big number. Right away, it, I ain't gonna lie, <clears throat> it kinda reminds me of the Microsoft glass. Oh, fucking, you mean this one that I have in my hand? How it looks yeah. the fucking same? Only the Did middle you, is, is bridged. You fucking prepare for that. <laughs> yeah. This I this phone it. that it's, I bought for it, like a hundred dollars that doesn't fucking work. It's eerily similar. <clears throat> I do agree. I do agree. But you know, I don't know. You know Google's hardware better than I do. Do you think it's going to be a, a good build quality? Do you think? I think I'm skeptical. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's because this is what happens with first generation foldables. You remember the first uh, Galaxy Fold was uh, not good. Yeah. And a lot of these other companies that have been putting these phones out, like the Surface Duo, the first one kind of sucks. Second one was much better, even though yeah. it was, there's still a lot of growing pains. Mm-hmm. The foldable market now is more mature because now we're like about five years on and you have all these different companies, especially overseas, doing it. Yeah. But my problem is all these companies overseas are kind of copying each other, right? They're all doing mm-hmm. the elongated book fold. It's really only Oppo that's done this more like smaller, closer to an actual phone form factor kind of thing. Well, what do like you, pr- what do you prefer though? I would prefer, this is exactly what I wanted. My yeah. fear isn't that it's it's not what I want in terms of what I would hope for in a Google Pixel. It's, yeah. I'm nervous that this is their first folding phone. It's $1,800. And even though it is Google, I'm afraid that the support is going to be real mediocre in terms of repairability or long-term survival. Kind of gives me like Samsung nightmares again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I kind of get just, those vibes. I think it's just the bezel. The bezel yeah. throws me off a bit, which is fine. You know, I'm not complaining about the bezel. I think it looks fine because mm-hmm. it, it still gives you that correct aspect ratio or more accurate aspect ratio you'd be looking for, especially with the cover screen. But it's yeah. it's something about the inner screen is giving me like nervous vibes. 
That's why I want to wait till December. So that way you have Marquez come out with his like four month review and be like, you know what? It's I. Pixel. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame him because again, it's their first gambit in this whole run. Um, and no offense to Google or any of the Android producing phones, but their first foldables are, are definitely not consistent. Like, yeah, like not to be a fanboy, but give Apple all the credit. But at least when they put something out, for the most part, it fucking works. Yeah, right? they don't have to most recall part. it. Like the first. Let's not talk about fold. butterfly keys, anything like that. Right? Keep that oh, out the conversation. Trash. Garbage. Oh, dude. Even you know, like the the current iMac, same thing. Just yeah, they have their misses, right? Well, okay, but but the the main premise though is that like there's ways around it. The butterfly yeah. key, like I was covered underneath that. If I didn't, if something fucked up, I got it fixed for free. My e key, that's right, and I got it fixed for free. So like you know, the point is is like I'm worried. I do agree with you. I'm worried that it's gonna be that situation, and I hope that again, like for what like the price tag is at. Let's look at it this way. I don't think they're really relying on the general consumer for this. No, not at <laughs> you all. Couldn't this tell. is still like a early adopters the, kind of thing. Yeah, so they're going to really rely on people that really into this shit. So, yeah. you know, um, it, it should be interesting to see. Um, it's just, I do agree. I think, do they have any details on the chipset? Anything like that? I'm just uh, Tensor 2, G2. Um. Oh, but see, they're doing that shit where they do, they, they're like, ah, we're kind of kind of do our own, but not really. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like everyone else, do a fucking Qualcomm. All right, Jesus Christ. It'd be much easier. Well, <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm fine with it. I, I'm just hoping, right, first of all, UI looks kind of decent, though. It does. Well, it's yeah. just, it's, uh, well, it's just MIUI, stock, whatever but... it is. Or not MIUI, One UI, something, something, something. All of this for me that I'm saying about the fold and wanting to switch over is thrown out the fucking window if the 15 yeah. Pro comes out and they're like, actually, we do this that is too. not just like trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh it'll be God. different. But I think I've been dying for some kind of a change. It's like a foldable, foldable pixel, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you even have, you break iFix says most repairs can be completed in 45 minutes. But since the pixel fold still hasn't been released, we don't know if that will be the true of Google's foldables. No. That's not really particularly helpful. Because <laughs> the hardest part to really order, from what I've heard, is that getting that, um, not only getting the, well, it's not really the flexible um, screen, but it's more so the tools to um, slaughter it. Yeah, back it together. feels very proprietary. So you're like, shit, like, we're really going the Apple direction now. Fucking <laughs> MFI certified cucks. So I don't know. I, I do agree. Hopefully everything turns out well. If not, we get to watch the forest fire. And Yay! when's the release of this? Um, June, I think. June. Yeah, we'll see the forest fire in June. I just need my boy Marquez to tell me all about it. Marquez, let's talk about it. Onward. Onward. The Pixel tablet. Whoa, okay. That's actually kind of cool. Okay. Wait. I'm here for it. It kind of reminds me of a. Uh, like, wait. wait, what? Wait, what? Get the, the Pixel tablet. Let's talk about it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, god! If only the dock were a Nest speaker inside of a just charging stand. <laughs> oh my god! I've never used the Nest, so I don't know. I never use these like pseudo. Ah, I don't trust um, them. You don't. You don't trust them. I don't trust them. You got the camera. You got the speaker, dude. It's it's scary enough that if I say "Hey, boop," I'm not gonna say it to make people's things go off. Yeah, don't make but my if, shit go off either. <laughs> if I go, if I sit here and I go, "Hey, boop, bro," my phone, my watch, my both home pods. 
my fucking computer, the iPad, all of them go off. That to me is enough for that for me to know that all these devices are hearing me 24/7. These little hubs with their fucking cameras and their screen and then like the whole microphone array, I don't trust it. I don't like it. I've never been a fan of it. So but your the biggest, Pixel tablet's cool. Well, is your biggest fear lying in security in terms of um like company things or like more like yeah. someone's trying to look into your stuff type well like a third party so to speak uh, I, i'd just say both. both it's more it's yeah. specifically like a visual thing i mean that's a fair critique of it i mean then again bud to be honest it's a fair critique about a lot of devices that we have yeah. in our daily life you know so but i do hear what you're saying because again at the end of the day i mean especially these major companies you know especially if it's a ai and um voice assistant oh, no. situation of course you could be worried <clears throat> about that yeah. 11 inch screen what else are we looking at here it's basically um, like 130 an older bucks. ipad yeah it but seems like, like that it's cool 130 bucks is just for the stand i believe it, it retails for like 500 but it comes with the stand the cool part about it is that it, it, it docks on there you know it's cool it clicks on it's a regular tablet and then otherwise it docks and you could treat it like it's a nest home yeah very I mean, very cool concept i wish something like this existed ages ago to do with ipads it kind of feels like to me that this is the only use case i would probably have for this is like if i set it up in the kitchen or something yeah and i was like hey blah 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 can you find me a recipe for like literally how they advertise it that's literally the only way yeah. i could think to have it maybe that or it's like they said here too like if it had a speaker of some kind well i'm sure it has like outputs maybe the tablet sort, has a built-in speaker yeah, but, you know, still, I'm like, damn, dog. This, to me, just feels like a hub. Like, I wouldn't have this in the living room or anything. I'd have this, like, like in the but, walkway between, like, your living room and your kitchen. And see, this is where the visual would be. And it would just, like, control the rest of your house and shit. See, what's really funny is that, see, you're Apple proprietary, but I don't know if I told you, but I'm slowly moving towards, like, Google app, apps and stuff like that. So, for me, it would make more sense Because a lot of them are just this. better. Huh? Because a lot of them are just better. A lot of them just work. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't know if I told you, like, I wrote my schedule on Google Calendar. I use, um... Well, Google, Google Calendar is the now. shit. That's great. Well, the thing with Google is all of it is cloud-based, and it's free for now. Is oh, what they now, did to yeah. me with Google Photos, okay? Uh, it's free for now. For now, yeah. Well, no, fucking Apple Gmail, Gmail the same way, but then again, I just suck at deleting emails, so that's probably just a personal problem. So, yeah. Are you that person that has zero red bubbles, or do you have, like, thousands? Oh, like, I could tell you right now how many I have. <laughs> I'd have to go my personal and I could tell No, no, no. You. I mean on your phone, your notifications. Oh, wait, no. I got a huge-ass bubble. And there's a big number in there. I haven't even seen it in a minute. Oh, right okay. now, I have 56,215 emails. Is this on your North Star? No, this is on my, my main one. Uh, Well, that's different. That I get. Yeah. You know, I'm the same way because we all have that one email that we use for professional stuff and the one that's yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, I yeah. want this coupon. Sure. No, the other one... Oh, yeah, I want to just start it up. Like, probably... Yeah, only 50. And I've only had this for like maybe two months. I try to keep up with them a bit better. So, yeah. But overall, Pixel tablet. <clears throat> it's <mid. laughs> We'll see how it goes down. <laughs> Onward. Onward. Linda. I'm going to butcher the last name. Yakarino. Don't fuck with me, please. <laughs> to replace Hi, Elon Musk you. as Twitter CEO. Yeah, and I heard Musk is going to be the, um, I think he said CTO or CFO, one of the two. He's going to be more focused on the technology development where she's going to be more focused on the business. What's up? I hate this motherfucker. Will you hate Elon? Yeah. 
Why you hate Elon for? What well, my boy for Elon you? grows a bit more. Well, first of all, don't he really. The movie, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell so you like, firsthand. He really fucked up Twitter. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I just hate going on Twitter now. I really do. Because I'm sorry. Well, why don't you go into your reasons first? Why you don't? Like I just, this man? I just don't. I used to think that Elon was a cool dude, and I didn't know <laughs> much about him. I was like, ah, oh, SpaceX, Dogecoin. He's a he's a meme guy. Okay, sure. Joe Rogan podcast. He's smoking a blunt. You know, but I've also never known a ton about him. Yeah. So now I could stay in the realm of really not knowing him or knowing anything about him. Mm-hmm. But backtrack even more. My disdain for him just comes from the, the shit that he said about Twitter and the things he's done to it, even though I don't give a shit about Twitter. And and Dogecoin. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I believed in him a lot. He was like, Doge is going to go to the moon. We're going to pump it up. And then it didn't pump. I was like, well, you know what? Two things. <laughs> what? I know, I, I know, both, I know. It's you and ignorant. I both That's knew. Not, but here's yes, the thing. Yes, I know. I'll okay, de- don't. No, no, don't I, I, ruin I, it. I, I, I'll <laughs> defend him a little bit because he did try to implement Doge as a payment system through Tesla and yeah. another company that he had. I forgot. So you have to give him some credit, but I know he was fucking around. <laughs> Let's be honest. On the flip side, yeah, he's completely butchered fucking twitter i'm so annoyed because it's like you know there's obviously the professional oh well we don't operate this way but it's kind of hard not to think otherwise because it's just don't like how it's trying to copy a for you page on twitter i think people like the uh chronological part of of twitter a lot better um i have to see people's fucking retweets that i don't even follow which is stupid. <laughs> the algorithm is all fucked up. It has, and especially for, and maybe this is a bias too, but listen, we've been posting on other platforms for months now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Twitter has just not been especially a video-friendly website either. And the only way you can even have remotely more video features is if you pay for Twitter Blue. And that's no. another problem too. Like, the thing is, you have celebrities who just don't give a fuck and they're not going to pay for Twitter Blue. Because it's bullshit. Because it defeats the whole purpose. Because his reasoning is, oh, the whole reason is because you need to uh, weed out any bots. Which I agree with. But here's the thing. Either way, you have people now impersonating. Whether you have the difference with the business logo or not, people can't tell. So, all you did was just took a system that was perfectly fine and just ruined it. it. Just for the sake of changing it. And the only reason it was it was there was a disdain around Twitter for a while was because of the politics around Twitter, which is true. Most social media is leaning left. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you that it's not. But it's also like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't take down both perspectives. You know, like attack each side more so. Just let people speak. That was your initial goal, and instead, he's just created more of a division than anything. That's my two cents on the guy. I mean, with all the other shit, the rockets and the internet and cars and shit, cool. But he is not good with social media at all. <laughs> he, you got to think about it. He is the most socially gotta, awkward. He's the most socially he awkward is. guy. He Why is he running social media? <laughs> it's, it's, you know? He, you know what? I don't know. I think it's so funny that every now and then we wind up talking about Elon Musk. I mean, and we're, we're not political do. people. <laughs> Neither of us own a Tesla. Neither of us. Mm-hmm. Like talk about politics twenty four seven. I mean, you spend time on Twitter, but you're not addicted to Twitter. No, I actually, as a matter and, of fact, I used to love Twitter, and, and now it's at <clears> least. <throat> you know how much I hate the post on Twitter now. 
bro. You really fucking it's, do. It's just it everybody like knows YouTube Shorts are where it's at. Yeah, I mean TikTok and Shorts <laughs> yeah, and Reels whatever. have their own fair share of issues, but I I love them too. Yeah. You can't deny it's fun. So, but um, yeah. So I guess now, hopefully, with this um, lady, I'm not too sure much about her background. Let me see. I know she you know, fixed Twitter. About, she said she had a couple things under her belt. Not particularly sure what though. But anyway, um, hopefully she fixes it. She's kind of bad as fuck though. I ain't gonna lie. Apparently Stop. she's sixty. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, so she used to work for NBC <laughs> Universal. So, oh, uh, okay, okay. So she has a. So she's not idea. someone unexperienced like Elon no. coming into yeah. Twitter thinking he knows what he. Let let that sink in. She He's, has a, she has a good knowledge of social ecosystem. Yeah. hopefully works. She's been doing this shit. Yeah. So onward. Onward. Uh. What do you want to do first, buddy? Music or movies? Movies always, because it's easier with the links. That's first true, stop. That's true. You can go first. I think I went first last week, even though that might have been like three weeks ago. Uh, I don't remember, but <laughs> so we were supposed to do this for a movie review. But I understand. Miguel I'm sorry. Got sick. No, no, no. It's fine. You're just listen, man. Weak. I had a Celsius on an empty weak. stomach, and it no, managed to fuck me up for three days. I don't even know how that happens. Listen, I'd be the last one to be saying shit. Um. Fool's Paradise. So yeah, well, again, I, I say this just for context, not to make him feel bad. But yeah, we were supposed to do this as a um, as a movie our Monday review, movie review on Monday. But don't worry, we're gonna be supplementing that with fast, so should work out. Anyway, so I went to go see it. Right, great experience. Nobody in a fucking theater, <laughs> as expected, because it kind of gives like indie movie vibes, right? Yeah. So directed by Charlie Day, written by Charlie Day, and it stars Charlie Day, Ken Jeong from um, the. Uh, hangover movies and kate beckinsale who's she from she's from uh she's a wife in this picture what was she and i'm curious just you know i have adhd okay so no offense but she's in some movies that i haven't particularly seen but <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so you know there was a decent cast in here for sure you had um Ray Liotta, which is, again, surprisingly, his last fucking movie before he, you know, unfortunately passed away. There's comedy. Are you sure? Fucking... This one? Yeah. Or am I thinking of another one? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Let me look. Hold on. Yeah, look that up. Oh, is it his last one? No, two upcoming. He's got two, two. more movies coming out. Ray Liotta, before he died, was, like, banging movies out. He, was, he had finished, like, I think five movies before he died. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. All right. So, well, he, he does a pretty good job in this movie. Who else you have here? You have um, John Malkovich. He did fantastic. What? Um, and uh, an assortment of other names. But anyway, so, the story follows basically Charlie Day's character, who essentially is, um, he has no name, to which his name is essentially dubbed by Ray Liotta as Pronto Latte. So, <laughs> because Ray Liotta is this big music, or sorry, a movie executive who basically picks him up off the street. And essentially what happens is from that moment onward, Pronto Latte is essentially in the movie industry. But here's the catch. Pronto can't speak. He's a mute. Well, he's not a mute. They said in the, the mental hospital, he's not deaf and he's not mute. He just doesn't speak. So long story short, he gets into this whole mess of... Hollywood and basically doing movies without speaking and somehow people really like it. And it kind of just follows this whole stereotypical arc of how like 
actors are perceived and viewed in the industry and it just kind of over exaggerates a lot of features and aspects like you have like the the over and um overzealous agent you have the drug addicted actors and actresses you have those fucking pseudo green grass moms that um some actors uh, marry and then they go off to like aruba or something and then she breaks up with him after not even breaks up divorces him after two weeks uh talk shows failed movies etc 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 so it just follows a stereotype of hollywood yeah so um and and again like the ending was pretty sweet you know i'm not gonna should i spoil it or does it really uh, i don't give a shit you can spoil okay. it okay all right spoiler, spoiler alert, alert. Literally, all that happens is he essentially gets lost from his manager for like 20 minutes because he's basically, they're both homeless essentially at this point until um, they meet up again at the end and uh, essentially just become best friends again. That's literally it. Yeah. Because then they lost everything and then they just became friends. So, what do I have to say? It had me for like 75% of the movie because it was good. It was like, Sure, it was over-exaggerated, but I thought it was kind of nifty. Kind of gave me, like, Wes Anderson artsy vibes, you know? Yeah. And then you got, like, near the end where it's like, okay, like, they're homeless, but then he meets up with Common's character, and then Common, like, being a fucking crackhead, tries to teach him how to levitate and shit when really he's just, like, <laughs> scaring the fuck out of people by just jumping up and down and doing weird shit. Um, like, and then he meets John Malkovich's character, which for some reason they go into this, you know what I'm saying? Like, then they go in this underground, maybe it was a commentary on the underground societies of Hollywood, maybe. I'll say that much. Maybe. But it was starting to lose me. And I think the biggest issue this movie has is just pacing. Because it really tried to shove a lot into 90 minutes. Um, I think it was given a bit more time to breathe. I think it definitely could have done a bit better. And I think if they toned back some of the inferences and exaggeration... And not make it so... I don't want to say they made it too obvious. Because obviously you want to get the point across. Just try too hard. You know? Yeah. So, overall, I'd have to probably give it like 6.5 out of 10. Not a bad well, movie. Well, 6.5 is good. That's not bad. There's, no, there's it, definitely worse things that we have and will watch It was It was this it's a little higher than IMDb. They gave it like a 5.3. So, I think we're all oh. in the same ballpark. So, it's it's not it's a bad right. movie. It's I. Right, you know? I mean, it's like one of those things. Comes up on TV, AMC, whatever. I'll watch it, you know. But I'm not going to go out of my way. It was that was convenient about it, right? I did feel like there was a, <laughs> <laughs> well, also because I just got out of work to go see it. But yeah, no. But I think you know what? I will give it some credit for an hour ninety, or sorry, for an hour thirty-eight. You know, I think there was a decent amount of content in there, and there were some good picks, and there was some good comedy. There's some things that I took away from it, but like I said, once you got near the end, <laughs> it kind of feels like everything was. Everything's thrown at the wall. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I, got all right, I get it. We're trying to rush the ending. So, yep, that's it. All right, all right let's my- do a, a polar opposite, right? Yeah, so sure. you and I are gearing up to do the the DCEU tier list in yes, yes, yes June yes, yes. with the Flash. So I've decided, you know, time to start. There's a lot of these movies, and I I could really fuck with some some Man of Steel. So we started with Man of Steel. Uh, this is 2013, the same year or like the year after the Avengers came out. So this is DC going, yeah, you know what? We have our idea. We're gonna do our thing, but we're gonna start with Superman. Yeah. And this, you know, again, I've said I love Zack Snyder's color palette. I love the way that his his Justice League went. I love Batman versus Superman, the the ultimate cut. This Superman movie, I completely get why people hate it <laughs> because it. Uh. Henry Cavill's great. The suit looks amazing. The fight scenes and the CG looks spectacular, but it is definitely this. It gives a sense of like self indulging 
over dramaticism for a superhero. And you know, again, I get it because Superman—it's—it's it's been really hard to do him correctly in live action and make it serious. But this is like—it's it, it one of those things good. where the first like hour and a half of the movie is just like you're going through these certain things. Superman—he's an older guy. He walks through. He's like, "Look, this is my life." And there's a flashback, mm-hmm. and it flashes back to him as a young kid. And then he flashes back to himself, and he—he he goes on with his life. And then he's working at this other job, and then. The guy harasses the woman, the waitress, and so he he quits his job. He goes to walk out. He looks outside. He sees a bus. He goes, "Oh, a bus! That reminds me of my childhood." <laughs> it flashes <laughs> back to his childhood again, uh-huh. and then it flashes back forward. It, it it just it feels very dramatic. Yeah, and I get it. You know, I get that this is their jumping off point. They were like, you know, we found how we want to start our universe. Let's do it. Let's completely in. And I, you know, I get it. I I, I understand what they do accomplish this elongation and all all the specific dialogue and imagery allows you to really know this version of superman and this universe from top to bottom but but this this to me feels the same way that like the mummy didn't make sense where they're like we're gonna jump off and this is the start of a universe we're not putting out a movie and then the movie happens to build up into something and take off from there this is our jumping off point this is where we're gonna start and it makes sense why it didn't work out because yeah. the movie's like 50-50 at best. I, I would agree with IMDb. It's a seven. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty good, but there's parts that are too fucking much. But Yeah, it's it, unfortunate. I mean, I haven't seen this movie. Uh, like, what, when the fuck did this come out? Like 10 years 2013. ago? 2013. Yeah, 10 yeah, years ago now. 10 years. Jesus Christ, man. I will still yeah, say that Henry remember, Cavill's a great Superman. No, yeah. I mean, I think from what I'm loosely... Because rem- I'm just trying to remember everything. I think I loosely agree with a lot of things that you said. Because... <sighs> um, I, again, I think, I think the main summarization of these movies, especially this one, is just story kind of mid, action great, aesthetics great, yeah, they did everything right but the story, and um, you know, I mean, hopefully in the new DC with James Gunn, it gets a bit it'll more probably developed, be a lot more colorful, more polished. Well, I'm definitely yeah. here. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I never really liked the whole, uh, you know, the whole like grays and blues color palette and never been that type of guy but respectfully yeah. you know but um yeah man um big fuck <laughs> <laughs> big big fuck. seven out of ten it's all right it's all right oh my all god all right music time yeah let's yeah. see what your first is this destroy lonely dude you really want people to fucking come at you again <laughs> and they ain't gonna hate me this week though <laughs> Are you gonna talk about how you love it this time? And they're gonna be like, actually, man, you gotta listen to his old stuff because old stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> actually, yeah. Let me listen to other people's opinions. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's it's more so just a matter of you know. Um, sorry, I was just checking in text. It's a matter of just bro, me giving other stuff album. a try. It was, and that's like probably my only and biggest complaint about it. <laughs> Bloated, you know. Not see, I use bloated in the sense that like none of it makes sense. But (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not like a cohesive vision. No, 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 no. Like I think it's cohesive. It it, it's actually maybe a little too cohesive to its detriment. However, I do like the sound that he's pushing more in this one, like almost grungy and rocky esque. You know, Um, I'd say like maybe like the first ten are complete bangers, and then you kind of lose me like through eleven through like fourteen, which like from from uh, superstar to which way. Then it kind of picks up again during Brazy Girls and kind of back and forth with the rest of the end tracks. And of course, I thought my fucking speakers were broken, but they have money and sex, which in my opinion is like 
again, obviously it's probably one of the more popular songs on the, on the deluxe edition. Um, and it, it does this thing where the beat goes on and then it like, you know, like when you feel like it's a drop and like, you know, you have the little like, dang, dang, it's like rhythmic. This one was yeah. like, dana, dana, dana. <laughs> dana, dana. <laughs> it did it like three times. I'm like, is my fucking speaker broken? Like, I, is, I thought is my headphones going on broke. Right now? I was like, I was so fucking scared. Nah, but uh, in all in all though, I mean like how you feel is great opener. If looks could kill, I just love the guitar in that one. I'm sure a lot of fucking people do, but I fucking love that shit. Raver just goes fucking wild. And it's a good mix, you know, of like rage beats. Okay, I got shit on for this last time, but let's be honest here. There's some rage influence here, that's for sure. It's not complete and full rage, but there's rage influence. Did Dory Lonely actually created his own genre and it's called Lonely Eyes? Lonely. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. But yeah, nah, I get I could see a lot of the um as Apple Music suggests, I see a lot of the future and young thug influence for sure. Um, and definitely even, you know, you got some, you got some Kurt Cobain shit in there too. <laughs> so overall good album. I think it's a good time. Again, like I don't go into lonely for always the most substance, but I do go for a good time. And I think too, especially as a producer now, finally getting back in the game, I start to appreciate like how much fun the production is. So I'm here for it. Seven out of seven and a half out of 10, I would say seven and a half. That half is very important. That's that the determination between important. like, me, Will they give you death threats? Do they accept <laughs> you into their clan? <laughs> That's every fan base, baby. But um, what else did I have? Yeet, already Yeet. rich single again. Following that type of train with it, it's pretty fun. I ain't gonna lie. Now let's get out the gate too. I feel like Yeet has been kind of finally reaching out to different sounds because the first couple albums, it kind of just felt like it was kind of like up my money, like repeated. <laughs> But especially on Afterlife, he was kind of trying a bunch of different sounds, which I thought was kind of cool and experimental. I like his vocal inflections uh-huh. a lot, especially on this song, too. Um, again, I kind of have to look at it from a fresh perspective because it's like it's kind of like Yeet right now gives me a lot of vibes when Young Thug came out because a lot of people hated Young Thug. But eventually, Young Thug is now like an innovator, unfortunately, in prison. They well, love him. But yeah, they love him. <laughs> so, you know. I'm definitely here for it. Um, beat goes hard as fuck. You got the Swiss beats. Wow. I love that shit. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, beat goes crazy. I think it's, I don't think there's a Benny X production. I'm not too sure. I have to remember the producer, but you know, Yeet's doing his thing. He's slipping, sliding, slurring on this shit. It's a good time, you know? <laughs> He's slipping, sliding. So it's a good time. So I'm here for it. All right. So very simple music review this week. Oh, bro. Are you ready for my onslaught of music reviews? What's really funny is I could join you on this one. Which one? The Jonas Brothers? Yeah, I listened to that too. So. Pretty good. It. First listen, sucked. Second, yeah. third, fourth listen, grow me a lot. I, I think it's funny, right? They came out, right? When they, when they got back together and they put out a Happiness Begins or whatever. The first couple singles they put out, they, they were like, oh, you know, listen to us. We're, we're very similar to how we were before. And then they put out the album and it's like, this I don't know if new wave is the right description, but it's yeah. it's this like new wave ish pop idea where they're just doing their own thing. They're not following into like the pop rock, but they're also not doing the like the modern whisper pop shit like Billie Eilish type of thing. Yeah, they did that with that album, and they were like, you know, we don't care if everybody doesn't love it, you know, because we had a great time making it. We're back together, and this yeah. one 
they take away any of the rock ideas or any of the like, oh, look, here's some of the, the phases of the old Jonas Brothers. They're like, no, we're completely into this sound. We love this sound. We're going to make some catchy shit. And also some of us have kids now. So we're going to talk about that the entire time. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see some fatherhood vibes on here. For exactly. Sure. Like like Little Bird. A Little Bird's fantastic. Hits. It's phenomenal. Uh, I love it. Do Walls with John, John Bayon. I hate it's it. Actually pretty, what? Oh, I actually <laughs> kind of like that song. Goddamn. As we proceed. Wings is good. Oh, yeah. Well, every fucking. Yeah. Nah, I don't want to get into The standout, that. though, <laughs> is, the, is that shit that was all over TikTok. Waffle House. I love Waffle House. It's so good. But I like how they're kind of growing up, you know? They're really maturing exactly. in this style. And I think it's exactly. a good thing that they finally accept, like what you said, they accept the fact that they don't have to go with the trend. They can just write about themselves. And I kind of like, exactly. that's why I kind of like the simplicity of it. Just the album. Dude, Here's and the vocal the talent from both of them on this oh, album. It's fantastic, dude. Both fucking. them are going, are giving it like 125 fucking percent. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. You know, um, I think they really, and I could feel that there's like a lot of passion for like when they're, you know what I'm saying? Like you ever feel like an artist puts out an album and you feel like, okay, they just put this out for the money. You're yeah, like, oh, because their label had to fucking tell them to do it. That's what the last gotta, album felt like. But this one, no, it feels like, no, we wanted to make this. And that's a good feeling to yeah. have, you know? So I'm here for it. I like this one a lot. Yeah. Uh, seven? Six and a half? Seven. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd stick with you on that one. Stick with you on that one. All right, so here I am yeah. all over the place. Uh, minutes to midnight. To be honest, this is one of those ones where I didn't listen through the whole thing multiple times. It's mm-hmm. more so you, you you see it all over TikTok that seventeen second scream from Chester, and they're like, "Dude, look at him! He's screaming for a whole generation or whatever." Or like people are attempting it. That's yeah. in giving up. Like just just the second song on the album and. This shit has been on repeat nonstop. I was playing it in the morning when we were stalking, and people look at me like I'm crazy. Because he's just like, ah! It's just, I think your mic cut out when you did that. <laughs> <laughs> that it's funny, too, because I, I, I can't fucking scream like him. I can't scream, period. And that's not even something I've ever wanted to get into. But it's so fucking good. I'd give the song a 10 out of 10. The album itself, uh, six. Wow. What I've done is a banger. Transformers vibes. <laughs> if any autobots out in space <laughs> so minutes to midnight quick quick easy simple one right there yeah. uh then as you can tell uh i kind of just went on a blink blink uh blink 182 trilogy kind of thing see i better get a good review for this one don't be like hey, you it know kind of mid <laughs> i'll go in timeline order oh there you go what was the first one enema of the state Enema yeah. uh enema is fine Enema is, is a lot of fun and it's good. I think the worst uh, song on here is actually All the Small Things because I'm so fucking tired of hearing it. All the Small Adam's song is fantastic. And it's not even like, what's funny is he, there's Claire. no way he can really be singing, okay? There's no way he genuinely meant to be like, All the Small Things, True nah. Dear, True. Enema gets an eight. All right, so regardless, Enema, to me, it's I. But it gets like an eight because it's actually a pretty pretty banger. I just did attach to Enema the same way that I did to the other two. Yeah. Or rather I mean, to the other one. We probably just grew up with these more. It's kind of more of a culture. Exactly. Era, you know? I mean, this album also came out the year it was born. So, like. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so you it's a lot of fun. Like, Dumpweed Aliens Exists, uh, Going Away to College, What's My Age Again, Adam's Song. The whole thing, man. It's just, it's this very nice, like, 
they're in their own vein. They know exactly what they're doing. They know who their fan base is. They know what they're trying to do, and they're having a fucking ton of fun doing it, even though it's been like four or five years on that this band's been making music. Yeah. So I'm perfectly I mean, fine with this. Uh, I I agree with you. I think I think it's a fair statement to make. Fair statement to make. But mind you, I'm also not like a, a diehard Bleak fan. This is just yeah. new to me because I was I was hanging out with a uh, Tyler who's been on the pod. Mm-hmm. We were joking around about covers and whatever, and I was like, "Yeah, man, if you listen to some Set It Off, I'll listen to some Blink." And so, of course, mm-hmm. I listened to some Blink. A lot of it stuck, and I was like, "Man, fuck, just fire, fuck, just fire, just fire." <laughs> uh, <laughs> second, you gotta take off your pants and jacket. Mm. Nine out of ten, top Let's tier, go. and and it's like, it's like that from top to bottom too. That like sucks. Anthem Part Two, First Date, Happy Holiday, you bastards. It's Christmas Eve, and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. <laughs> I yeah, hate man. that the song is so short because it's so good. Damn. <laughs> it's classic. Uh, classic. Classic, classic. And then from Story of a Lonely Guy, the rock show, Stay Together for the Kids. And then I think it was a Give Me One Good Reason. It, it's, it's just like, it's awesome because you go from like, oh, camera stopped. The camera's oh. back. You go oh, from this like nice, catchy, fun time thing to then it's it's like all emotional. You got some belty, belty vibes on there. And then you go back to some stereotypical like, 90s early 2000s punk sound put the, mm-hmm. the real wine in there but it's a good time i can tell you you know who hates it though who? timmy i had timmy listen to this with me and she yeah. we got halfway through this album she was like yeah i've had enough you should turn this off <laughs> she's like i'm good i can't stand this <laughs> it's like all right but uh, mm-hmm. i take off your pants and jackets and nine out of ten i like that one a lot nice the incredible though 180 not even 180 but the incredible evolution that happens when you get to the self-titled is crazy i thought i was like oh my god look this shit must be a dolby no man it's just the quality of the mixed jump from the last mm-hmm. album to this one is like fucking night and day and i don't even understand how you could do that with the same people i mean I mind you there's there a couple new engineers i was gonna say i think they were making more money at this point <laughs> yeah where do we That's go kinda- from here i'm feeling this feeling this is the shit i've had that stuck in my head for days i wake up and i sing that song dude i was i was at work just randomly singing like a like the pre-chorus or something to, to feel on this and i was just whisper singing it to myself because it's stuck in my head so i'm doing it without even thinking mm. and one of my associates comes up to me he starts singing it with me i was like stop what are you what are you doing <laughs> like, how did you know <laughs> i was like how oh. so i'm just i'm in a, i'm in the middle of a blink thing okay i need you to stop it's like just give me a second <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me oh my god i think i think the self-title gets like an eight all, all three of these albums are pretty top tier. He said it. I like them you a guys, lot. He said it. He said it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just wait till you get to their more recent output. It's kind of, it's kind of booty. I love California, but that was also like, you know, me senior year of high school. Yeah. Uh, lastly, I mean, yeah. You know me. I love BB No Money. And every time he puts out a single, I got to listen to it and review it on the pod because I'm just, I like him a lot, but I'm also very critical about him. Uh, this, uh, it's like a six, five with uh, Young Gravy. I guess they're doing Baby Gravy number three. Ooh. I haven't listened to the first two. So uh, It's very catchy, which yeah. is their whole thing. It's catchy. It's fun. It's whatever, but it's, it's clearly not something that I'm going to have to, there's a fly. It's clearly not something that I'm going to have on like a workout playlist or or any playlist to repeat in general. Let's do it a couple times. Had a good time with it. Probably young, deleted it from the library. Gravy is just so weird, dude, because he just releases albums and doesn't. Even, I feel like he doesn't even announce it. Like I'm sure he does, but I just don't. 
just don't know. That's crazy. But yeah, well, n- nobody's album output bothers me more than like uh, NBA Youngboy. Bro puts out like an album every six months. Exactly. He puts out an album like every, every like two or three months, dude. He's put out I think four albums this year. Hey man, he trying to get his money up. You know? Isn't he in jail? Don't worry about it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not too sure to be, to be honest with you about that. But I have no um, idea. But him and BB No Money have pretty good chemistry, though. No, like, the chemistry is great. This one, so I have to check it out. Like their whole vibe together is. It's very good. Very it's good. good but the song it's is yeah, it's it's, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Nothing, not not as good as Top Gun. And I think that's where my my music reviews end for the week. I I just, I've just had a lot like. You, on the you plate. have a lot to process. <laughs> I can't help it, bro. Oh, well, I no, mean, no, no, again, we good, also we good. recorded the main like for we recorded the last main episode like two weeks ago. Yeah, so that would definitely play a part. So there was a lot of time in between there, and like I my blink face came and went already. Yeah. <laughs> so you're I, yeah, kind of remember that now because I was like, yeah, he's just really on that shit, and then now it's just like that's about I, the time she bucked away from me. Blah, 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 blah. Well, another episode, another day. Another right episode of the books, boys. Hip hip hooray! I can't wait to have to go run some errands, pack my bags, and then be able to fly out tomorrow night. I'm just I'm a sleepy fucking boy. Should we do a Disney vlog? Nah. Nah. I'll take pictures. But you know what we are gonna problem. do when we're there is we're gonna do the music review together, and then when we record the uh, the tier list because Timmy had to sit through all those movies with me, she's gonna do it with us. God damn! I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Oh, hey. 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 No. We're on TikTok, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Did I say YouTube? We on a, we YouTube. Have a YouTube. Make sure to check out the YouTube. Okay, I'm done with this ASMR bullshit. Um, Bro, I could tell. Check you're, out the recent episodes. Huh? Your sleepy vibes just like fucking exploded. I just I I worked out like a motherfucker before I came here. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but we but anyway, so yeah, make sure to check out all the <laughs> all the new shit. You know, <laughs> we've been doing so much stuff. Mega, what, what, what the people have been missing out on? All right, so we ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this past Wednesday, we put out <laughs> accidentally uh, hot takes three. Accidentally. Uh, we talk about modern masculinity. Matt and I sat down. We were like, you know what? Let's do a hot take snack time, and then we could have it on the back burner. And then we were like, wait a second, life gets in the way. Let's put it out now. We had a lot of fun doing it. Hot takes is one of those things that we. It's funny. It's a hot take to everybody but us. Like all of our hot takes, we usually sit there and are like, "No, that that should make sense." I agree with that because it's we're kind of the same because we're, we're both empaths. You know that makes sense. You know, we're, uh, it's, modern it's masculinity better than hot zodiac takes. signs. You know, people. That's why I see it. People always like to complain about our comments on on masculinity and modern masculinity. So we were like, you know what? Let's do a hot takes. Let's piss people off because that's one of our favorite things. So before that, we had episode fifty three, <laughs> the Anything Bowl reunion, where we had the secret is out. Brendan hung out with us. We did a whole episode with him. If you don't remember who Brendan is, you just have to go back way back to pre twenty twenty Anything Bowl. He was the boy that started it with us. We were a trio in the beginning, so we had him come back, and we just basically did like the first episode and a new episode all in one. Very tasty, very nice, very fun. Lastly. Before that, we had snack time uh, relationship hot takes where we talked about like like uh, kind of our past relationships and more so just, uh, you know, if the woman does this, then I should be doing this, this kind of thing. You know, people don't really seem yeah. pissed off from that, but somebody did complain about Jesus in the comments saying, uh, <laughs> if you believe oh. Jesus, I'll, something I'll about not thinking, with, oh, you're going to read it? Thank you. Yeah, I want to read it. <laughs> it's like a paragraph. 
Uh, that's not that bad. Hold on. He said, and I quote, If you have Jesus, then he shows you how to not lust, and you can have any woman around you because your penis doesn't own you. You can't put a trust on that. Don't put a trust on Catholic statues that don't work. To which I replied, Oh, God, for real, for real. <laughs> you replied to that comment? Look at the fucking... <laughs> oh, my God, Matt. I just said, Oh, God, for real, for real. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, uh, so besides that, coming up, we got the Fast X review coming out yeah. Monday, the Fast tier list coming out Wednesday. A lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of talk about Fast and Furious, and I can't wait for it to fucking stop. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna preserve my opinions, but the movies had me in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. And now it's Yeah, just, me in the first half. And now, and it's, now it's just getting rough. But you know what? Yeah. We gotta deliver to the people. So thanks for watching. And we'll thank Bye. Batman.